Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here is your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to the Celestial Cafe podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Hey Shady Lady, and I'm joined with me, as always, Panthera and Fuchsia, but we're down one host this week. Um, We are sorely missing Doug Dugerton. Dugsley has to take the episode off today because there's actually a big snowstorm going through her area. So her internet and power has been going in and out. Um, My... Area is also getting a snowstorm, so hopefully my internet... It's our first snowstorm of the year. Usually Chicago is, you know, well-equipped for snow, you would think. But um, the first snowstorm of the year is always questionable, so hopefully I won't draw. Hopefully. (laughs) Here's Sophie. It's like 40 to 50 degrees here, and it has been for the last few days, so... We're getting a lot of rain, but it's not too cold. I'm actually um, enjoying it. But uh, yeah, welcome back, everyone, to the Celestial Cafe podcast. Uh, We are a witchy, magical podcast that meets up a couple times a month um, to chat about the full moon or to chat about a variety magical topic. Today is a variety episode, and we're going to be chatting all about burnout or spiritual burnout specifically. Uh, This is a topic I am very familiar with. I have had many a conversation. I've been on several podcasts talking about burnout. I think that I'm sadly becoming somewhat of an expert on the topic. And uh, (laughs) I actually just... I feel like that's almost like every long-term creator though, right? um, You've just been a creator for so long that you've gone through several cycles of burnout, right? Well, I just learned a new phrase. with the territory. So I'm going to be... I'm actually going to be working on a blog on this topic, but... um, there's a new phrase I've learned called chronic habitual burnout, um, which means that you just get so comfortable in burnout that you just decide to do it all the time. <laughs> You're like, yo, this rules. Um, <laughs> no, not, not really. But uh, you, it, it becomes a, a coping mechanism that you don't even realize mm-hmm. anymore. Just burn like, like a burnout. habit. Almost, yeah, right? It's, it's yeah. habitual at this point. You don't know how to function without working yourself into burnout. So I'm going to be covering that topic because now, now that I'm, you know, years and years into content creation, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a habitual burn burnouter, a uh, burnout I I don't know what the phrase. <laughs> I think it's just burnout. Burnout. Like- oh yeah. I'm a burnout. That's right. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to be chatting about that today. But before we jump into that, um, you can find all the information about our podcast at celestialcafe.org, our website. Um, it has all of the links to our social media and our Patreon, which we've just soft launched, um, and our Discord server if you'd like to join the community. Um, and yeah, we do also here at the Celestial Cafe love our tasty beverages and delicious snacks. So we love to share what we're sipping on and snacking on for the episode while we're recording. 
I'm ill-equipped today. I forgot to fill up my water, and I'm actually kind of regretting it. <laughs> oh, no. So I actually good, just realized I forgot thing. to grab a drink, too, so I just yelled at my boyfriend, can you please bring me a Mountain Dew? Oh, my God. <laughs> good thing. So, good thing Dukes is not here to chide you, chastise you for not being hydrated. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm, like... Can you hear that noise? There's I'll like, try. there's like maybe like a, a, a half an inch of water in here, but I do have this coffee over here, which I actually, before we, I'm starting to get the yawns. Um, and I went and like doubled the coffee that was in it. I mean, you got a Mountain Dew, I'm jealous, but, uh, I yeah. do Mountain Dew delivery. Thank you. I doubled the coffee. So I'm drinking an iced mocha, uh, oat milk coffee that i've made myself at home uh i'm i've actually been like a bit of a homebody for the last couple of weeks i flipped my sleep schedule who am i uh i'm waking up between 5 and 7 a.m except for today i slept until 10 a.m today that's so but, early oh my god and i go to bed at like 8 to 10 p.m each <laughs> that's night that's earlier than me and usually i'm like the early i'm bird. feeling <laughs> real fancy i'm not gonna lie i feel Whoa. great usually, about it usually panther is the like one like adult. okay i gotta go now <laughs> uh -huh. usually midnight's my hard cuddle but I've been having trouble falling asleep lately, so I haven't been falling asleep until like two or three a.m. Uh -oh. I was I got really thrown out of I know I got really thrown out of whack when my boyfriend was on night shift for a while. So it was like, why not stay up? Like I don't have a uh, job anything to do until like noon the next day, so like I can stay up late. And now it's like it hurts me. <laughs> I actually I actually fixed my sleep schedule for one week last week and then um, I stayed out all night on Saturday like literally all night got home at 8 o'clock in the morning and oh um, just wow it, it was my, like me it, it was my friend's <laughs> birthday party uh, and then like That's I was like there so excuse. late that the train stopped running so I was just like well I guess I'm just oh, here until stuck. the train starts running oh my god um, so so uh, napped on her couch and everything Thing, but um but my sleep schedule was fixed until then and now now it's back to just being I'm awful. pretty proud of myself <laughs> I had a hard time sleeping last night though because I had um Burger King for the first time in forever and it just gave me the worst reflux so I was just mm -hmm. like scared to lay down flat because everything was just coming back up my throat and I was like I'm gonna throw up like <laughs> so uh not the most restful sleep ever um <laughs> shout out to my friends who have GERD it sucks uh but yeah um I don't know that's what that's what's going on with me that's what I'm sipping on what what do you got going on for you fuchsia um I've just got water wow jealous i've got water it doesn't even have usually it has caffeinated crystal light in it it doesn't even have anything it's just pure plain well filtered water because who wants to drink chicago water unfiltered don't do that don't do that um but uh just just water just water i was snacking on a lot um right before uh, I just got home from work like and then we got ready for the podcast. So I was snacking on a lot um, of yummy, yummy vegan treats that my mom Yum. sent me. Um, but now it's just my water because those treats were chunk ch crunchy. And you all don't want to hear that in the mic. No. <laughs> so. How about you, Panthera? I have my water, which is about half empty. So here soon, I'm going to be in the same boat as you. Uh -uh. So, and then I just had this lovely Pepsi, or not Pepsi, Mountain Dew delivered oh, to me. Oh, the wonderful green so, screen drink. Yes. <laughs> oh, drink the stars. They should sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I would buy this, right? Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
I did. It's like <laughs> over the summer, Coke had the like the Coca Cola Stardust or Starlight or whatever it was. That would be. I mean, who better to promote their product than a celestial cafe? <laughs> <laughs> no, we need some I'm like wholesome organic. We don't need these oh, soda companies. Oh, actually, but let's <laughs> be honest. What are we drinking? Ninety percent of the time on here. Hush. My mom also. My mom. My mom also sent me a whole thing of herbal tea of Christmas or winter Yummy. herbal tea. It's got Aww. peppermint and. Uh, okay, that's the only one that's really Christmassy. Um, honey, vanilla, chamomile, and lemon oh. zinger. Doesn't doesn't lemon zinger lemon zinger just say Christmas to you? Come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, um, Dixley is not here, but I bet that she's drinking a matcha latte <laughs> and water and water, lots of water. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we're gonna go ahead and jump into the topic at hand today: um, spiritual burnout, uh, burnout in general, um, and how that relates to your spiritual path. I actually feel like spiritual burnout is, um, the worst burnout possible. Um, because it, to me, like when I burn out on it, on something, it's like, I don't want to do it anymore. When you burn out on your spirituality, like, or, or your, I don't even know that I necessarily want to call it your spirituality either, although that is what it is, but it, to me, it's a lifestyle. I feel like like it like your daily practice. I feel like it would cause this like deep existentialism. I feel like spiritual burnout is like, what is the point? Why am I even doing this? And I feel like this could get really depressing. Like, honestly, um, I think think? there's like multiple stages of burnout. Cause like for, for me, mostly it's my, my daily practice starts slipping. Right. Um, what was my, it might start with accidentally missing a full moon ritual or something like that. And then it's like, oh, well, I had this so much planned and then I missed it. So it's like, now why should I even bother? I need to wait another whole month now. And then like, you know, it starts accumulating and uh, then it's, you know, you stop doing your daily tarot readings or whatever, like things just get busy and it gets pushed to the side. And then it becomes hard to even like pick back up. Cause you're like, I've already missed weeks now. Um, my dream journal is one that comes to mind. It's like, I, I've missed months. So like, why should I even bother writing down that dream? I just had last night. I've missed months. So it, it's like a, becomes a snowball, right. That, that builds and builds and builds until it creates almost like a, a barrier in your mind of like, am I even like worthy to do these things anymore? Like, how do I get back into this? And, or the imposter syndrome starts creeping, especially yeah. when we're creators who, who make content off of this, right? Like, um, it becomes a very slippery slope of now I don't feel like I can teach about this anymore because I have slipped. So like, I'm not perfect. So why should I be the one teaching kind of a thing? Yeah. I guess yeah, that, I that's <laughs> definitely imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like spiritual burnout or like burning out on our practices is worse than content creation burnout because this is personal for us. Like this is something mm-hmm. we're not doing for other people. I mean, you're making content about it for other people, but like you got into this for you. And so it's just like, this is this is a big part of my life. And then life with a capital L T M happened. And now I'm just like, I haven't done, I don't remember the last time I did a spell. I don't remember the last time I 
put a fresh offering on Aphrodite's altar. I'm so sorry, Aphrodite. At least she doesn't have moldy f- flowers on it this time. Um, but, but not um, some moldy like, flowers. Oh, <laughs> oh, she was not happy with that. That was the spring, and that was not a fun time. Um, but um, but like. I can't remember the last time I did anything for the full moon. Like, I know this past full moon, it was cloudy, so I couldn't even see it. The full moon before that, I didn't even go out to look at it, which normally if I do nothing else, I go out and I look at it because I love looking at the moon. Mm -hmm. Um, So usually I just, like, go out, like, take a moment. Yeah, spend some time with them, right? And, like, I haven't... I don't remember the last time I did that. That's relatable for me. I haven't been looking at the moon at all. It sucks because, like, I used to work a third shift job where I would go into work at, like, 5 or 6 and then... uh, That was the start of my day, 5 or 6 p.m. And I would leave at 2 or... Two to four in the morning ish. So we had, you know, breaks every couple of hours. And I got to go out and see uh, the moon every night, really. Like, there, I got to go out at one, uh, the first break was usually sunset. The second break was, was night peak or like the night was, you know, the peak of the start of the night, I guess, et cetera, et cetera. So I got to see the, the escalation of the night. And now I just stay inside 24 seven. I don't go outside at all. I, I don't remember. I, I sort of saw. But I mean, this whole year, this whole year, I haven't made the summer. Like, I mean, especially I broke my arm. You did some hiking for a while at the beginning of the year. Like, um, yeah, but I wasn't seeing the moon. It was, it was. Yeah. Well, maybe I. Yeah, but not enough. Not as much as I want to. Um, I want to get away from my computer. I think that's like, that's like a new goal of mine is to have less of a computer ridden lifestyle. But that's another conversation. Um, For me, like. It's interesting to hear y'all talking about spiritual burnout because y'all's is very um, daily practice that I wasn't even considering when I was like kind of thinking about the topic when we were going to approach this. Um, Y'all's is like, oh, doing these rituals every month and doing like the tarot. And it's funny because I was just talking with you, Panther, a couple of weeks ago about how I was just like over tarot. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I think I grew out of it. That was like a perfect example to me of like, you're burnt out on tarot and and i don't think it's true i just think like right now what's happening with tarot is every time i pull the deck out and i pull cards i'm like eye rolling and i'm like (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) that's that's been my problem with tarot too like or it's like i feel like i mean my personal thing with tarot is that like I don't feel like there's anything going on in my life that I specifically need guidance for right now. Like I know where I am and I know, I I know, I know know how I fucked up and I know like how to not fuck up. And I like, like, so like, I know what I should be doing. So it's like, I don't know what to go to terror for. So when I do, and then I pull a card and I'm like, yeah, I know. It's like literally that. Yep. Yeah. Like, like, okay. Can you tell me something new? Tell me something no. I don't know. Like, and it's interesting because the conversation with tarot is usually with your subconscious mind. So it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just yeah. fed up with myself right now. I don't know. Like, no, I don't think it's true that I'm like over tarot. I think right now I might be though, because man, yeah. like, like not only 
I think this is like also the danger of like monetizing something that's a hobby or especially a spiritual hobby. 100%. Yeah. God, because like uh, how hard I went with tarot with streaming, um, streaming tarot and doing charity tarot streams and one-on-one tarot readings. And it started to kind of become my job there for a second. And, um, that really just made me sick of it. And, um, and that sucks. And, but that, I think that's like, this is probably something that people who are like, like pastors and stuff deal with too, where it's like, it's their job every week to get I up. I think and, of like you know, artists, right? Like yeah. um, the artist who, who loves to draw and paint and it becomes, um, even like when you used to do commission shady, like something that you were passionate about becomes Man, uh, monotonous. It wanted becomes to rip my hair a daily out. grind. It, uh, all the fun kind of gets sucked out of it. And when that's something that is part of, of ourselves as much as like, um, our spiritual practices are, it is, it becomes like a loss of identity a little bit. I feel like more so yes. than, than other types of burnout. Um, it, when I get burnt out on content creation, it's just, I feel like a failure, <laughs> but like when I get burnt out with like witchcraft, it's more like, who am I? <laughs> and that's what I, that's yeah. what I want to touch on is, um, the existentialism that mm-hmm. comes from spiritual burnout, because when spirituality is so much about like, it's your soul, it's your purpose in life. It's where you go after you die, where you were before you were dead. What is God? What are gods to you? Gods, goddesses, entities outside of you. What is the meaning of life? These are all these kinds of like ideas that circle around spirituality. Deeply um, personal beliefs. Deeply right? personal Such beliefs. big beliefs yeah. too. And when you're, when the, of course there's the mundane daily practices that go along with, with your spiritual journey. Uh, and for us in like the pagan area, the Wiccan or witchy, you know, um, area, it's, uh, rituals like new moon rituals, full moon rituals, meditation, and all of this kind of stuff, um, spell work and, um, tarot, drawing your daily tarot, doing your dream journaling or, you know, whatever it happens to look like for you. Um, but we're still on a larger scale. Like these things are, who are you connecting with when you do these tarot readings? Where is this information coming from? Uh, when you're meditating, uh, you're trying to get in contact with your higher self, or you're trying to become aligned with your higher self. Like what is the purpose of contacting that higher self, right? Like, um, and where is this taking? So, so we have these mundane practices, these, these daily in the real world practices that we're doing, but we're connecting to a larger than life, larger than the mundane when we're doing these things, even if it's not on a conscious level all the time, but it's in the back of our minds. And so when you start to burn out and it's like, for me, it it makes me like with tarot, for example, and I pull the tarot cards out and I pull them and I throw them on the table in front of me and I'm looking at them and I'm like, eye rolling and shut the fuck up. Like I said earlier, um, what I'm sitting here thinking, feeling that, there's no message coming through. <laughs> there's nothing here to help me. There's nothing that's, th- th- there's no higher purpose. There's no higher function. Everything's, a, and then I, that's a little bit of nihilistic, like energy the, that comes out doubt, of me. Yeah. But doubt, loss of faith, lack of faith, um, all of these things that are coming out. And then it, it, then it's going to make me question, like, why am I even bothering doing this? Why do I do any of this? What does any of this mm-hmm. mean? And then the existentialism that comes out of that of, is there, there's nothing even listening anyway. There's no point. There's no, there's no, and it can get, like I said, it can get really depressing really fast. And this is, this is the, the, 
I guess like my practice is very different um, in that I my practice is very atheistic, um, actually. So I I don't really like I, I've dabbled a little bit with um, spirits or deities and stuff like that, but nothing in it ever consistently where my practice is mostly around. Um, sometimes I even hesitate to like call my practice spiritual sometimes. Like, I don't know, mm. just like the, the word doesn't always fit with what I want to describe it. But, um, for me, I know that like what I do works, I have seen the results of it. Um, and I have had no other way scientifically of proving it, that it works besides, I don't, might not understand how it works all the time, but I know that it works. Like, I just love so, that you're such a little scientist. It's so funny. <laughs> got my little lab notebook out, but I'm observing. Okay. So, but yeah, so like, Sometimes, yes, you, the signs stop to the synchronicities might slow down um, and so on. But like every now and then, it, like it'll it'll just click again. So I, I guess like when I get burnt out, it's more of thinking like and maybe like I guess I suffer a lot more with imposter syndrome than um, than just like self-doubt. But like for me, it's like, am I worthy of returning um, kind of a thing rather than like not be- not like my whole belief system changing, I guess, if that makes sense. It's, I don't know. That's so funny how the, (laughs) how the difference is for you and me, like yours, yours is imposter syndrome and mine is what's the point. Can't wait till I die. (laughs) (laughs) See, like, like my thinking of the afterlife is like not even a a thing in mind. Like I I honestly don't care. Well then maybe that's a totally different conversation, Um, but but yeah, I, I think that's, that's interesting though, because they, that, especially in this conversation, because there's different ways that burnout, um, manifests in, in people's lives, mm-hmm. depending on how they, Absolutely. they, you know, explore their spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is more closer to Panthera's. I wouldn't say completely, um, kind I mean, I've always had the imposter syndrome and that's why I always say like all my spells for my friends do way better than my spells for myself, because I'm always I'm always like, well, do I really need this? Do I really like, do I deserve this kind of thing? I always have that. Um, so, so I'm just like, whatever. But I don't know. For me, it's just like lack of motivation to do anything. It's like it, I stepped away from it just not on purpose, just like stop doing stuff. I mean, I guess it's busy, right? Like Like, subconsciously on purpose, life went to shit and I stopped doing stuff. And it's really funny because like any other time, I feel like I would have been doing spells to like, to like, like money spells, like cheer me up, like, like make things better. Um, And this time I was just like, okay, I'm not going to do anything. And now it's been two months and I still like, like I'm past that point in my life and I'm just like, I haven't gotten back. And I'm like, how do, how do I get back? And it's like, it's not that I'm not motivated. It's just like, I'm not, I haven't been motivated enough to Mm -hmm. figure out how to do it. So what you said about like, um, normally you would be doing spells to like fix this, but you, you like felt like you, you weren't, or just for whatever reason, it wasn't like you weren't motivated to do that. That clicked with me a lot. Cause I get that very often where it's like, I almost feel like I'm not worthy of the help sometimes. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, it's like, 
I I did this to myself. Like I know what I have to do to fix it. And if I'm not going to put in that work, like why should I bother with the, the, the spell or the magic side of things? Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes like um, getting that momentum rolling can help pull you out, right? So mm-hmm. like even if the, the spell is like, it's kind of like buying a new planner when you're trying to get organized or something, right? It gives you that little boost of momentum that you're like, and now I'm excited to For, like, do a day. this. And for like exactly. a day, but sometimes it helps and sometimes it doesn't, right? But it gets you that little momentum that might help catalyze you into into doing something else, right? Sometimes that turns into actually cleaning your whole room after you get that, right? Um, or it's buying actually, new organizational stuff for your room helps yeah. you clean your room kind of a thing. But Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because yesterday I was journaling, which I also have only done twice in the last two months. Um, once was like November third. The last time was November thirtieth. So I did not journal for like a good month and a half, which is very, very unlike me. Um, but um, I was journaling yesterday, and I was journaling about this with like this in mind, just trying to get my thoughts out for tonight. And it, and it turned into making. <laughs> I know Panthera is going to be like, that's so Capricorn of you. Um, but it turned into me making a list of things that I can do to get back into the daily practice. I think that's great, <laughs> and, though. Right? Like- and it was just like, just planning out. And like, today I did one of the things, which great um i mean it's not like a big thing but i want to step us back for a second um what is burnout and how do you recognize it like maybe we should maybe we should start yeah that's true i would say that burnout is when um the thing that you are normally very passionate about is now lackluster kind of in your life. That's, that's yeah. my like definition of burnout is like the thing that, that used to bring you joy and happiness to do. Now it uh, feels like a chore and you don't want to do it. And anymore. I always lackluster and no motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No motivation. No motivation. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I always think of it in terms of how much you're putting in is not equal to what you're getting back anymore. Um, So you're pouring more energy into something than you're receiving in return. And then eventually you are draining yourself, literally imagining a match that burns out and it does not, there's no more fuel for the fire. The fire goes, the fire goes out. Um, So you, and this could get into conversation too about how much and what type of fuel you're throwing on right off the bat. so, and then this is intensity mm-hmm. versus consistency. Yeah, it's like, so using just fire as the example, right? If you put gasoline on a fire, yes, so you're going to have this big, huge flame right away, but it's going to go quick, right? Versus like a uh, wood stove, for example, that's going to burn denser wood at um, certain temperatures for a very long period of time, capable of heating a house for hours and hours and hours, right? So it's all about like, I guess like preventing burnout is all about like maintaining that fuel and energy as you go forward and making sure that that motivation is coming in at an equal amount as the the fuel is being burnt. Yes. And how do you what what is what is one of your major signs when you see that you're starting to get burnt out? Mine for me <laughs> is is frustration. I start to get mm-hmm. angrier um and I uh, yeah, I guess it's my temper that starts to flare up when I'm getting burnt out. I start to uh lose 
lose my temper more easily, yell at things. Um, like for example, I can tell if I'm like, I, like if I'm playing a video game with like Overwatch, how I'm talking to the quote NPCs in Overwatch, um, tells me a lot about my mental state that day. But, uh, and, and yeah, so I think frustration is probably a big warning sign for me. What's, uh, what's maybe your biggest warning sign fuchsia? Um, I don't know because I don't honestly burn out that much aside from like, like my old job, but it was more, it was very different in that context because that was more like, it was a very emotionally intense labor, like emotional labor intense job. Um, so like burnout is the wonderful side effect of public service. Um, but like that like for that, it would be like just grumpy, so grumpy all the time and just like just not wanting to do it because like, what's the point? Like nobody appreciates what's the this. Point? Like, like for in this case, I don't know other than like I just time passes like and that's generally the the thing just like I maybe it's a comment on my self-awareness or lack thereof but like i don't realize it until it's been going on for a while and then i'm just like oh i haven't been feeling this for so long it's six months down the line i guess this is it <laughs> so i mean like like i did that with streaming too and i kept trying to push forward and then i would come back to it i would take three months off i would come back have one great stream this second stream i would get so frustrated and i would stop um and it's just like one of those if if it i guess one of the other telltale signs is if it makes me cry on a consistent basis, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. like if I'm if I'm so frustrated that I cry, that is that's a warning sign, how, I guess. How about you, Panthera? What's one of your big warning signs? Yeah, I think that most of um, my like red flags for an oncoming burnout is I start to get very frustrated with myself. Um, I don't think that I really. Um, take it out on other ways, except for just like, I, I have ADHD and I really have a hard time with, um, consistency and discipline. And I start to get very frustrated with myself when I'm not like completing tasks on time or projects, um, at their right deadlines. And it starts to become like, um, a buildup of like missed deadline, missed deadline, missed deadline. And then it becomes why bother or like, um, I feel so behind that I can't like get the, the emotional wherewithal to actually, or the, what's it called? Executive dysfunction, I guess, um, oh. to, to attempt to even start again. And mm -hmm. this all just kind of, it, it usually like down into depression and then I disappear for a little bit. But, um, <laughs> can I like talking about falling behind? Can I just say, how many tarot videos I have half filmed from like the past yeah. year and a half that I need to finish up and put on my YouTube channel. And it's just like, I'm like, there's so many because I keep getting decks. There's so many. And what's the point at this point? Like, I'm so far behind. Maybe I should just scrap yeah. this whole idea. So another thing I'm noticing here in our conversation <laughs> is that 
we're talking about burnout and we keep coming to content creation. Um, so what do you think the difference between work burnout and spiritual burnout is? <laughs> this is so hard for me because I, I make spiritual content. So it's like, even when, um, like I ha I have my shop now. So it's like, um, even when I'm not, you know, online streaming or doing tarot or making a YouTube video, I am, um, cleansing the crystals that just arrived, or I am making sure that I have all the correspondences and things to make like the information cards to send out with them. I am, um, making spiritual products to sell, doing spells to, to give to other people and things. And so it is, it's becomes hard for me to find things to do for myself. Um, cause I think I end up prioritizing a lot for other people and then my own personal practice starts to slip and then everything starts to slip <laughs> for me. I, I know I have a different approach to content creation than the two of you, especially like shady does it much more, way more full time than I do. Um, and for me, my part in content creation in my shop is I do these things when I'm inspired. Uh, when I want to make this YouTube video on this topic, I make this YouTube video. When I want to make a vlog about whatever I have been up to or about the books I've been reading, I make that YouTube video because I'm inspired about what I'm doing in my daily practice. So my YouTube content comes secondary to my daily practice. Um, so that content doesn't exist for the last three months because I haven't been doing anything. Um, but I'm in a different content creation um, point in my life right now than the two of you. I, um, I've been researching, I, I was wanting to make a blog post about this topic, spiritual burnout. Um, and so I've been researching it and then that's what led me to discover the term chronic habitual burnout. Uh, and I'm actually having a hard time finding the difference between, mundane burnout, like I talk about when I'm talking about streaming or burning out on artwork or working or whatever it is, especially if your passion is your job, um, especially in, in that type of place. Uh, but it, it's making me question if there is a difference and why we would even need to classify it as spiritual burnout instead of just the phrase burnout. If, if we're putting this defining term in front of it, spiritual burnout, there has to be a difference. It's not just burnout, right? I think it's specifically the drop of your practice, right? Whatever makes your practice that you are no longer doing, um, whether it just means the prayers that you did before you go to bed each night or the tarot, tarot card that you pulled in the morning or just stirring your tea three times to the right. And I think that's why um, I'm pushing this in a more... All of those things start to drop. I think that's why I'm pushing this in a more existential direction is because when those things are dropping, what is it that fueled your spirituality in the first place? What And, and this is when I why I think it comes to a, a, a loss of faith, um, whatever it is that you have faith in. And I know you're saying that you take a more atheistic approach and I'm not necessarily like, uh, like I don't have, there's not like an entity or whatever, right. For me, um, there, but it's why, why do you do spell work, Panthera? You know what I mean? Like what, and you don't have yeah, to answer. For the results, right? Like for the results, that's the main reason okay, why I so, do it. I do so it to follow, achieve a specific outcome. Following this, where do the results come from? 
That I don't necessarily know sometimes. Okay, so that's so, the agnosticism. And I'm still kind of trying to figure that out for myself. And, and yeah. that's that. So that's, I think there's a lot that science has yet to kind of discover in in that area of things. And that when so we don't know where it's coming from, and that's yes. that's that's a totally great I know it works. place right now. Maybe it's just placebo effect. I don't know. That's but a it works. totally great place <laughs> to 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 keep it too, because we we don't know. We don't know what the mm-hmm. entity is. We don't know if it's an entity or if it's a mm-hmm. universal law, universal balance. If it's one it's thing, if it's multiple things, like we don't know. Yeah, who knows? But there is. We know that there is an unknown that seems to be something we're going back and forth with there's there so what whatever that ends up being or or could be is what i'm kind of driving at here and when you have a spiritual burnout the lack of faith loss of faith in whatever that is whether it's this more of a scientific way of looking mm-hmm. at this where it's a universal balance a physics kind of thing like the 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 energy must come from somewhere cuz i'm putting energy if you want to look at it from a scientific perspective or in the more um The only other word I can think of to use here is spiritual perspective, where it's an entity or God or or some kind of higher uh, whatever, whatever it is that's that's giving that to you or that you're meditating, you're communicating with when you meditate, you're praying to whatever these words are that you're using. When you when you're burnt out spiritually, you don't think that's doing anything anymore. Right. And this. See, I don't know if it's necessarily that it's not doing anything anymore. I don't think that's why I stopped. I think I stopped because life got busy and this thing got pushed to the back burner. And now I have guilt for putting it on the back burner. Um, So like my beliefs aren't necessarily affected at all. It's more of life got busy and I now I feel bad because I am prioritizing World of Warcraft over doing spell work, right? Uh, because yes, this so. is easier for me in the moment and this is giving me mm-hmm. the dopamine or whatever kick that I immediately need. Are these two different things that we're talking about then or are I these think the so. same thing? I think so. Then what, what I, am I, I... I consider them two different things. Well, I, I think, think they're not, both still, lead to the same thing though. I think that, I think that yeah. why I'm feeling like stuttered on this conversation is because I don't understand why there's a difference because it seems to me that it would, it would, it would snowball into the other one. So I'm, I'm, I don't tarot. I'm fed up with tarot or whatever. And Mm -hmm. when I, when I tiptoe that down and I ask my shadow work, right. And I Mm -hmm. do the Socratic method and I'm asking myself questions about why am I, why am I feeling like this? What is going and where it leads me to, is this bigger, this bigger thing that I'm kind of like mm-hmm. chipping into right mm-hmm. now. Right. So yeah, I, I, th- like, I think we can but, have like different starting points with the same end result that we're not, we're not doing the shit. Um, yes. But, but we're like, same beginning points, points, I guess, and two or, different end points of like yeah. one being an entire yeah. loss of faith mm-hmm. and purpose. Yeah. And the other one being just, um, yeah. The physical side of things is gone, but the yeah. internal, emotional, mental things is still there, right? Yeah, I think so, they both are burnout, and they look very—they look the same, even if it's either two starting points or two end results. Yes, uh, depending Kiki on Beth actually which direction great, you're looking at. <laughs> in the chat, Kiki Beth Play said, "Questioning your faith versus not participating in it." So, two separate mm-hmm. things. One is just like the the participation has ended versus the other one is a whole restructuring re um recriticism kind of, of maybe of your beliefs. Maybe I guess this is this is a product of chronic habitual burnout. It's the first couple of times I burn out, I'm not questioning my entire belief system. 
you know, mm-hmm. I'm depressed and I'm wanting to, to sink into the blankets and play a video game all day long. But then after it happens 12, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 times, however many times at this point, then it's like, what the fuck am I doing? What is mm-hmm. the point of anything? Like kind of thing. And I think that's maybe that's the the difference is I'm like <laughs> really fucking burnt out right now. <laughs> um, so that's like, so I'll just use tarot as an example. And like your train of thought with being burnt out with tarot is, well, I don't want to do it um, because I don't like the result. And then the result becomes eventually to nothing is giving me what I want. Right. So there isn't something there that's reading through yeah, these cards or whatever. That's definitely- Whereas mine is more of like, um, I don't want to do tarot because I already know the answer. Like, I feel like I don't need the tarot Um, and I already know what I need to fix. Now I just have to have the energy to fix that. But if I don't have the energy to fix that, I'm still just stuck in this place. So I end up going months without doing tarot for myself because I still feel like I need to fix that one problem that I just haven't gotten the, the wherewithal to actually do. Right. Because sometimes tarot is like, work on this oh you're so back you still you haven't done this, this. <laughs> yes you're exactly. back <laughs> keep so. giving me the high priestess like it's like i already know it just means that i know i get it <laughs> so you can stop giving me that card i, know I the get answer. the high i get the high priestess reverse today which is like you know but you're not listening to what you know i'm like <laughs> i know i know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um, yeah that would be more of like i don't i just wouldn't even draw tarot cards which is why i'm not drawing them for myself now because i know what it's gonna give me i have the one question i know what it's gonna give me and i know it's not gonna change until i actually do the work and i haven't done the work yet i know <laughs> so but i think this is where i get frustrated is that i and, and this is just a very like very personal example here for me it's not i don't think anything that's like um unknown to the the podcast at large but but like when i broke my arm this summer and i was trying to uh please my inner child like uh go get out of my comfort zone leave my house get away from my computer do something physical get in the sun uh revisit something that made me happy as a kid right and then i break my arm and i think that that might have been like so much more happened in that moment than just the arm break. Um, and I do think that, uh, maybe there's like a loss of faith because it was at that point that I'm like, I can't trust myself. I can't trust my intuition and I, and, and I can't trust the universe like, or or spirit or whatever it is, you know, whatever the word is that you identify it with. But, um, because it betrayed me. And it's also interesting because that was uh, uh, when I baby me, twenty, the young 20s doing her first little little journey down LSD lane um, was having like communication with something that was giving subconscious. I, I know now it was my subconscious, but at the time I felt like I was being told to do things by some kind of entity. And um, and it ended up making me do a backbend off of a, a counter in the bathroom, landed on my head almost. I could have died. Thought I died, literally. Um, but I. Uh, I remember as I was falling off the counter, the phrase that I was thinking was, why have you forsaken me? Which is a really weird phrase. I was the very like atheist growing up. Um, And uh, it was a really weird phrase to have been, but it was like boiling that down. You left me, you abandoned me, you. So it was like, I was betrayal. Betrayal. I I was, I was, and that's a lot like what I felt this summer when I broke my arm is you betrayed me like I, or I betrayed myself. So it, to me, the the difference for me between a burnout and a spiritual burnout, like burnout is mundane. 
And it is like, I don't want to, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm going to stay in bed all day and I'm going to like, uh, I'm frustrated. Um, I'm tired all the time. I'm losing my appetite. Nothing is, nothing feels worth it. Like I'm, you know, I'm putting all of this time and energy into streaming and nobody's showing up. So why do I even bother to do this in the first place? I'm going to sell my computer and do something else. Uh, I'm, or whatever it is, like, like it's a mundane mean mundane, not meaning boring, but like physical, Mm -hmm. normal existence and the spiritual one, spiritual burnout. I'm burnt out spiritually. Like my soul is tired and doesn't want to do this anymore. And it doesn't believe in anything anymore. That's the difference to me between a burnout and a spiritual Mm -hmm. burnout. Because I, again, I think the fact that the word spiritual is in front of this, there's got to be a difference. This can't just be another, another burnout, right? Like, I think usual, like, what we see as like regular burnout is often, well, pretty much always tied to money. Like it's your job or even your hobby. Like we talk about like artists burning out, content creators burning out, healthcare workers burning out. That's the context that it's mo- mostly used in. Um, you don't hear people talking about burning out in a relationship usually i mean can happen but it's not usually usually talked about I bet, in that I bet context there is, uh, there is probably a, yes but yeah. but people usually don't speak of it in that context like they don't use the words burnout um about a relationship usually it's always like about tired job, i've not heard that before but i yeah. I, I bet yeah. that i bet that you could google like relationship burnout i bet it's a thing i never thought about it before but, though but but like the most common way we're used to referring to it is mo- monetarily and in that aspect i think it is different from like spiritual burnout because in those in those fields like we're doing things with a i don't know like i don't know how to put this like kind of for other people to to an extent like you're still doing content creation for you but like you're doing it for the other people also a lot of it is it's yeah. not just you whereas the spiritual burnout is different because it's entirely personal i mean you can bring the point that you do content creation about it into it but the spiritual side is completely personal and to me that's what makes the difference um, because you can you can be like, well, I am burned out on streaming. I'm not going to stream again anymore. Hi, that's me. Um, <laughs> but but you can't be like, I'm spiritually burned out. I am going to separate myself from my spirit. You can't do that. <laughs> no, but so. you can certainly try and incomes disassociation. <laughs> and yes, you know what I mean? Like, and, and this is where not the, recommended. No, but this is where the existentialism comes from. Mm-hmm. And how yeah. I, I was saying like, this is, mm-hmm. this can be very depressing. This can, mm-hmm. this can be not sure. good news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but that's why like, it's a very personal thing. And I, I, I think, think that's why so, it hits harder yeah. too. Even like, so just thinking about burnout from a completely non-spiritual side of things, like I'm thinking of someone who that was their, their passion, they turn it into their career. And then all of a sudden, like, um, they're, they're burnt out. They're struggling to, to produce whatever it is that they're producing, whatever their job is, put the energy into it again. And I, after a certain amount of time, I could see how that could also affect, um, 
your, your purpose, or at least what you think is your purpose, mm-hmm. right, in this lifetime and so on, and how that could also just, like, eventually lead to a sort of spiritual burnout as well, I guess. So, I don't know. I feel like we're talking about two different stages of burnout, but it's all they're all related and it's all like, yeah. I think me and Fuchsia are talking about like the beginning steps of it. Like I the, know, I think that's the physical interesting. dropping and then you skipped right to the, the, the ground shaking, the world shaking, well, maybe like that's your where, whole life changing. Thing. And maybe that's where I am. And maybe that's where y'all are. So <laughs> I'm, I am curious because both of the examples that you used, Shady, you were on drugs. <laughs> hey. Wait, so no, that's curious. not true. So that's not true. When I the, broke after my, you broke your arm, when I broke my arm, did, but that, but I'm not talking about the ketamine. I'm talking about the moment the I was process. sitting at the skate park with my broken okay. wrist in my lap, and uh, I'm okay, and I'm okay. talking about the like follow up after that. I'm even talking about how I feel about it now. Like uh-huh. I, I look at these skates, they're still, I don't know why I'm doing this. So I guess myself, my train but of they're thought sitting, real quick. My skates are in my car. They're sitting in my yeah. the back seat of my car. And every time I look at those skates, I get angry because I'm like, mm-hmm. am I ever going to put these on again? Like, am I, is this taken from me? Like, and why was this taken from me? Like, wh- <laughs> why don't I get so, this? Why don't I get I to think do a, this? Like, my my just train of thought and I, I i don't mean to be like accusatory or anything mm-hmm. but um just both inherently including that especially after the experience with you being at the hospital and everything you don't think that that catalyzed that train of thought a little bit and now reflecting back on it is you don't think that that has to your thoughts while at the hospital after this happening uh have anything to I think, do with I that? Think that I'm only bringing this up because I know I, that you've talked about that it before. I think that I've experienced... No, I'm not, as long as y'all are. I'm, I'm, yeah, open, I'm, I'm <laughs> way too open of a book about these experiences, to be honest. But um, I think that what I experienced on during some of my, my, drug, my drug trips, some of them, not all of them took me to this space, but some of them did. I think that they were... Like, the reason I became spiritual was acid. Like, the mm-hmm. reason I became a spiritual person was... Yeah, <laughs> the hallucinogenic, psychedelic tied to your spiritual experiences. It it catalyzed me uh, yeah. because it it took me to a mental space that I have never been before in my life. And when and I'm certain that when I die, I'm going to go back to these spaces. Like it, it's one of these things where if you haven't like it's going to sound gatekeepy and, and elitist, but if you haven't gone to one of these psychedelic spaces. You just don't, you just don't get it. Like once you've gone there, it's, it's paradigm shifting is the best way I can put it. Um, but taking the, taking the drugs out of it, I don't think that the drugs are, are relevant really. They're just, they're just the stories that are around those, those shifts in my life, I guess we'll say. Um, I don't think that it, um, negates the, uh, the, feelings that I, that I have, um, or the experience of it at all. So like, we're talking about burnout here and we're talking about, I'm, I'm tired of doing my, my rituals every month. I'm tired of going out and doing my full moon, putting my water out and getting full moon water. And I'm, what's the point in even doing this? And I'm talking about, (laughs) 
that times a hundred, right? Like, like I'm tired of getting out. So it's, it's like almost even a depression too. I'm tired of getting out of depression. Bed. Definitely. Like, what's the point in getting it, out sure. of bed? Because it's, whether it causes it's, burnout or is a symptom of burnout, right? It's spiraling like, um, from, I feel like it could go either way. How it, it's, it's, it is burnout times a hundred. That's the best way I can put it. And I do think it is a different stage of burnout um, where it's like your, your first step of burnout is like, I don't even want to pull my tarot cards out anymore. And the 100th step of burnout is I don't even want to get out of bed anymore because what's the point? Mm -hmm. And, and when, when it comes to, I feel like, you know how there's like the, um, what is it? Like the, the five stages of grief or like, there's like the, the stages of depression. I feel like we could make one for burnout, like, um, kind of like the, the roller coaster. If we could find the motivation to do that, we could make that. (laughs) I think that I haven't seen anything before. That's about these different levels of burnout. Mm -hmm. I've seen, I don't think I've seen it. either. I've seen stages of burnout in it. Like I said, I was looking at the chronic habitual burnout thing the other day, and there there are like five stages of burnout I, I saw that was kind of like an. Uh, but I, but I, what I'm feeling right now com- compared to just like oh I don't want I can't go I it's not even I don't want to I can't go live I can't stream right now I can't make any more YouTube videos I can hardly get out of bed my laundry's piling up I haven't taken a shower in X amount of days that's burnout to me right and when I think of spiritual burnout. Like I'm not necessarily not able to do my laundry and not, and, and to do these mundane physical tasks, like, like go to work, like, but spiritual burnout to me is an existential problem. Um, it's an existential issue of what, 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 what's the point? What is, what is, you know, there's no point for my soul. What is my soul? Like, and I don't know if, so I, I hate using these words because I, I feel like the words are divisive. I feel like the words put a certain idea in your head. Mm-hmm. And that's why I keep trying to say like spirit or entity or God yeah. or universe or whatever. It means different things to everyone, it does. right? Like everyone but, is so individual. But what I mean is, beliefs, is so. you lose faith or, and again, that word will divide people. You, you don't believe in anything anymore. You don't care. Like it's a deep uncaring. It's Mm -hmm. not just as simple as I'm not doing my laundry. It's like, why would I ever do laundry? What is the fucking point in doing? Why am I on earth Mm -hmm. just to do my laundry and die? Like it's like, I, I, (laughs) what's, it's a bit of like, what's your purpose in life? No, just become a nudist. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. Peace out, guys. So I subscribe to my. I don't know. Notes. Maybe I didn't mean to be so like deep today. I guess, but I am. I am like. I'm functioning pretty normally right now. My room stays clean. I'm doing my laundry. I'm eating better. I'm you know going to the gym. But I'm um, I'm spiritually burnt out in a way that I don't even know how to articulate properly. Where it's just I don't. <laughs> it's existential and it's dissociative. Like it's yeah. just watching everything happen. And, 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 and I don't trust myself. I, I think for me, like the, this, the main symptom of burnout is frustration. And the main symptom mm-hmm. of spiritual burnout is existentialism. <laughs> like I, and I, I feel like there are almost two different myself. types of frustration though. Right. One is frustration, like either at yourself or at, um, the, the response that you're getting perhaps, or just like, um, it, frustration at very, like, um, 
either like people or things, right? And the other one is frustration, like at the world. It's like on universe. a much broader scale. Because it's yeah, not, it's not other people. Why it's, have you, yeah. It's not, it's, yeah, why have you forsaken me? And who am I talking to when I say that? Exactly. What am I talking mm-hmm. to when I say that? Like why, mm-hmm. what, when I broke my arm this summer, when I was pursuing pleasing my inner child and getting away from all the shit that's been killing my body, and I try to do something that I feel like, all of the synchronicities, all of the sim- the symbols, the signs, the tarot cards, the whatever were pushing me to do. And then I do that and I'm punished. And I think that's even what I said on the first Celestial Cafe episode after my broken arm. I feel like the I universe so. is punishing yeah. me right now. I feel mm-hmm. punished. Why am I being punished? Like mm-hmm. that, that is this, that's, that was like a trigger to lead me to the spiritual burnout. Because at this point mm-hmm. it's like, why would I listen anymore why am i gonna well, i don't even want to pull tarot cards because fuck you <laughs> like you, you know what i mean like maybe you don't <laughs> like maybe i'm in a really weird spot right now so i feel like maybe <laughs> no, no, I, I get that part. To, maybe we can pivot into how to try and get out of a burnout now i feel like we've really discussed yeah. like what a burnout is symptoms of burnout what we're feeling when we're going through this different mm-hmm. levels and layers of burnout and everything mm-hmm. so you recognize that you're in burnout. You this word resonates with how you're what you're feeling. So what are the steps that you can start to take to get yourself out of this situation? And I guess like shady, this might be <laughs> you a little bit. But um I think sometimes it it can be really hard to not take things personally, but sometimes just shit happens, right? Like accidents happen. Yeah, fuck that though. And just- <laughs> it does though, right? Like um once you if you think that everything is for a reason, there's a lot of fucked up shit in the world that happens. So like mm-hmm. uh I mean there there's like a you could go down a whole line of thinking, right, with that. But um that that has a lot to do with individual beliefs and everything. But you know, like um yeah, just uh, some, sometimes shit happens. Sometimes we get unlucky, right? And so I think, especially when I think about like spiritual things, this is why like signs and symbols, I, I don't listen to them at all until it happens three times. Like it, it has to happen at least three times for me to even take it seriously at all. Otherwise it's it's just, it's just a deer. It's just two deer. Now it's three deer. Okay. Now, now you got my attention. Now I'm starting to, now you, now I'm listening. Like the third time I see a baby raccoon, it's like, okay, this is weird. So, or whatever. So maybe the first time that you attempted something to, to embrace your inner child. So you're saying I need to break my arm three times before. I'm No, I'm saying, what are two other things that you've done to embrace your inner child and how has the universe prevented you from doing those two things? I just, I'm not going to try because my inner child, she's a physical little bitch. Like she's like tumble gymnastics. Is she just physical though? Yeah. Is that the only, that's the only thing? That's the only part to me. And I'd probably have to sit and reflect on this more, but when just my knee jerk reaction, the only part of my inner child that is neglected is the the rough and tumble little tomboy the the roller skating gymnastics running so, jumping into the creek and I, I'm an some of these things so are just being outside more though right like couldn't that yeah, be a good small but, step but I do that 
Like, and I have been doing. But you that. you just said earlier that you haven't been getting outside as much as you like <laughs> because fuck this year. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this year's really hard. But in general, yes, yeah. I'm 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 hiking all the time. I'm at the lake. I'm you know I'm like. Yes, but not this year. This year has been mm-hmm. very, very hard on me. <laughs> well, I guess when I when I think of like my inner child, like creativity is something that I've really let slip, whether it was like I used to be very musically talented and that's something that I've completely dropped off since I left high school or even just like drawing. Like I used to draw every day, reading books. I used to like read a book a week at least. And that's something that I've dropped. So those are like things that really gave me joy when I was younger. And yes, of course, like sports and like horseback riding is definitely something that I love. Loved, that would probably be the most physical thing um, that I've dropped. But the, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're very complex individuals, right? So speak for yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I know you're complex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't um, mean to be a bummer if I was a bummer. No, um, no, you're no, not no, a bummer at all. I'm, I'm hashtag sad bitch whole... right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're having this whole conversation. Like, it's it's a deep conversation. Yeah, we expect, this is a tough we expect topic. Some, and I, some not it's so a very vulnerable happy. topic, well, too. And like, I, it's I, hard I, to say, like, yeah, guys, by the way, I'm not mentally well, and I'm not doing the work I'm supposed to be doing for you all. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I do think that... that the only if we were having a conversation about burnout in a content creator i wouldn't have gotten this deep um but because this is a conversation about spiritual burnout right yeah um i just want to make that clear (laughs) but i'm sure that like when you think about it um our burnouts as content creators is also deeply tied to like our our purposes what are we here for what are we trying to do with our lives and like you know it, it all kind of eventually merges together into like what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, I will say that my burnouts as a content creator become um, existential in their own way, but it's not in a way that I'm like questioning fuck the universe. You universe, like but questioning maybe you and your purpose. It's more. I think that a really a really good way. I can't remember which one of you boiled it down like this, but regular burnout is frustration with yourself, and spiritual burnout is frustration with the larger thing whatever that happens to be for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's losing faith. Like a regular burnout is losing faith in yourself and a spiritual burnout is losing faith in the thing, whatever it is for you. Um, (laughs) And I think that explains it a lot better for me um, because when I was Googling spiritual burnout, everything I was reading was all of the stuff that I have already deeply covered in my streamer (laughs) tutorials about burnout. And I was like, there has to be a difference. Like this Mm -hmm. can't just be the same thing. Um, Yeah. Um, So let's, let's swing this up now. We, we kind of fleshed out out of this burnout. Yeah. (laughs) I want to get out of this burnout. (laughs) We fleshed out what burnout looks like on a mundane level and a spiritual level and on different layers for us, uh, maybe different lengths Mm -hmm. of time of being stuck in burnout and how it, so now let's talk about coping with burnout and Mm -hmm. what you do to try to lift yourself out of it or relight your flame. Yeah. I actually, I'll, I'll go first with this if that's all right. But, um, some of the things that have helped with me is just like, sometimes I forget about like, what, what did I even used to do? Like uh, three months ago, what did my day look like? Um, what was I doing on a regular basis to, to have more of a practice in my life, to, to have just a more magical life in general and things like that. And sometimes just like the, 
the spark of like, oh yeah, I would wake up. I would make my, my tea. I would stir my intention into it. I would make two cups and put one on my altar, right? Like that's a, like a very small, simple thing. It's like, oh yeah, I used to make myself coffee or tea every morning and, and do that. And I think back, like, I haven't even made myself coffee or tea in like months. So like the other day I go and I made myself coffee because I didn't want to go to the store and buy it that day. Cause I was being lazy. And I was like, oh yeah, this is something that was like a very minor, small part of, of my practice of Yo, my day. And you know what? And now I can bring this back into it a little bit my in coffee? a way that's not super... So in a way that's not super what, sorry. <laughs> super like energetically draining. It's like a, a little small thing that I can be like, oh yeah, this is easy. This is a small step in the right direction. This is, it gives me momentum for my day. This is something like, it's, it's not too much. This feels doable. And the thing for me that I've noticed is that I'm, I'm like a chronic Dunkin' Donuts coffee girl, right? Um, they hit me for six bucks almost on a daily basis and that shit's got to stop. But uh, the, <laughs> the sheets <laughs> next to my house is draining my budget so bad. <laughs> the coffee that I make for myself at home cheaper duh but it tastes better like i because i'm in control there's so many times where i get my coffee from duncan and i look at the bottom and they haven't even stirred the chocolate syrup up or they've put like a drop of chocolate syrup there's no chocolate in it there's too much chocolate they burned the espresso that day like it's completely out of my control and i just have to trust that the girl the the girl or the boy or the guy or the them or the whatever that's working the register that's working the bar are going to make a good drink for me and then when i leave that with my 6 dollar drink in my hand and i take the first sip and i'm like they burn the espresso this is garbage mm. i'm not going to drink this like but i can i know that the coffee that i make i could pour it out and brew a whole new pitcher if i needed to or whatever you call it mm. mug cup what do you call a thing that goes in a coffee what do you call it? Is it a pitcher? What do you call the thing that goes in a uh, coffee? I think a it's pot. Like a pitcher? A, like coffee. a, a pot. pot. <laughs> a coffee. Yeah. Uh, a pitcher. Oh my God. I do a pour over coffee, so like <laughs> mine doesn't have like we're, a pot. We're burned though. It's okay. We Look, can't, we, we're we're excused from thinking of <laughs> very common words. Um, but yeah, I could make a whole new pot if I needed to. I'm in control of it. So like, I think that like it would be interesting to stir intention into it as well be because i i do think that they this i've talked about this before with like showering and how mm -hmm. when i'm in the shower nine times out of ten i'm like stress thinking about what i have to do with that yeah. day or like rehashing something or but if i can just be present in the moment and be intensive intent intentional that's probably the word intentional with what i'm doing the actions that i'm taking and um like we've talked before about imagining the muck like like yeah. uh, like hell's moving castle the gunk being removed from your body as you're like lathering up doing it as a spiritual cleanse as well as yes. a physical then i, I um Sorry, I thought you were done. I know. <laughs> um, uh, I just, I think that your story about Duncan versus coffee at home, the way that you put it actually sounds like your burnout and your solution to an extent. Whoa. Let's go, Fuchsia. Let's hear this. <laughs> to an extent. I mean, I haven't, no, fully, I love I haven't, I love I haven't fully fleshed it out in the like 30 seconds since you said it. But, but like you were like all these different steps, I have to put faith in all these different things are going to go right. This person's going to do this right. This person, this person's going to do this. They're not going to burn the coffee. They're going to stir it correctly. 
But when you get home and when you're home and you make it yourself, you have all that control. You're taking it into your own hands. You're taking it into your own hands. You're doing this stuff and you're putting the faith in yourself. You're not putting the faith into whatever beings of the universe or energy of the universe and like waiting for like not waiting but like hoping to see the results hoping that that. the coffee comes out right yeah yeah damn this is fucking deep (laughs) (laughs) the next time you go to duncan please like record and when you take a sip of your coffee after they give it to you be instantly like you have forsaken me me, (laughs) so so i think i think Part of it is that you have to put the faith back in yourself and start, Damn. like, do the things and get the results that you want because you're doing them the way that you want them done. Fuchsia spitting. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though, like, I, I think that that's... Lifetime of going in Dunkin' Donuts, okay? <laughs> I think that's interesting because I, I think, like, with tarot, like, it, it is, like you know why like the universe has failed me the universe tricked me and it is it is um in in some ways like uh voiding myself of responsibility and putting the responsibility on something else outside of me um and i think that that's very interesting it's it's kind of taking away my personal power uh and maybe that could be part of the reason why there is a burnout but it, again it's like <laughs> It's not that I didn't take personal responsibility for my broken arm, though. I was sitting here acknowledging, Mm -hmm. like, my dumbass went back for a final lap for the Instagram video. (laughs) Okay. And (laughs) and I didn't have my protection on. I didn't have my, like, Mm -hmm. little wrist guards. Mm -hmm. And I was going too fast. Um, So I, like, when I reflect on uh, this, this is an example for whatever is relevant in your life. Mm -hmm. But when I reflect on that scenario, like, I'm seeing the metaphors in it. I was, Mm -hmm. like, why I was going too fast I was unprepared um and I was wanting to show it off to everybody instead of just doing it for myself right like those were the those were the major themes that I pulled out of it but there still was this feeling of the un- and I don't know maybe that's what mm-hmm. it is the universe mm-hmm. led me there to really just cement in my head that not everything has to be for the gram or whatever yeah like- <laughs> I, I think I think that's a pretty good um like you made the point like that wasn't for you whereas before it was a very personal thing for you and i think that's a lot of a lot of what contributes to your burnout specifically is that a lot of it is tied into all these other things and it's not just for you and i i mean i know we've talked about this many times like in personal voice chats and on the podcast, um, you have a habit of wanting to make everything into something. Uh, you want to monetize everything. <laughs> Look, um, I mean, we also all... Know. Quick Look, I'm a broke bitch <laughs> and I got <laughs> shit to buy, okay? I know. I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying that's like i'm not faulting you for that but there are things that you need to keep just for yourself and i think i think that is a big um i think that's a big one of like your big lessons for life i don't know what part of your birth chart that would be we need dukes here for that but i think that is a big i think that is a big life lesson for you universe is, is like it is not worth breaking your arm for 10 instagram real views all right stop don't come back that hard holy 
<laughs> was this worth your 10 wow. views on Instagram? <laughs> wow, I was being nice. Was this worth the 14 likes? Okay. Like... <laughs> Damn. Uh, but but I, I, I think what it's like, I feel we were just talking about how Instagram reels You never know when so. it's going to go viral, universe. Like, I mean, honestly, if you post that video of you breaking your arm, I'm off I'm, I'm like three feet off oh, frame. No. I can hear it, I, I, but I actually can't watch the video anymore. It gives me mm-hmm. it. It's really tri- like yeah. triggering. Yeah, actually. yeah, like, understandable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I I think I think that's a good. I think that was a good example that you were doing it for yourself, and then the last trip you. Well, you, it's not just that you did it for instagram it you was were probably ti- you were probably tired already because you had already been going around i and went further than did- i should have i yeah. was trying to go faster than i should have and yeah. I, and and this is something so- that that is like a, a habitual thing for me too is i expect to be uh at the top of a mountain with three steps like yeah yeah and instant gratification is definitely something that especially as like twitch streamers and just social media in general it's really hard to disconnect and break away i don't remember what tv show i was watching recently so this isn't even going to be a fully fleshed out pop culture reference but i just remember someone or an animal a pet or something had been hurt hit by a car something imagine this scenario an animal is hit by a car or something and the person was saying please, God, don't take them from me to teach me a lesson. I don't remember the context of this at all, but that that sentence I remember. Um, something was hurting on the verge of dying and needed to get to the hospital. And please, God, don't take them from me to teach me a lesson. And I think that's mm-hmm. what like I feel like it feels is like what don't break my arm to teach me a lesson. Like surely you can teach me this lesson in some other way. But like, mm-hmm. I guess not. <laughs> Sometimes, it, sometimes maybe, it doesn't get through until a broken arm. Or maybe you just fell and broke your arm because yeah, you were going so too I'm fast. I'm sorry, I didn't mean because to co-op this conversation no, with my broken okay. arm. But let's 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 pull back to how you how come to out of burnout, back. how mm-hmm. you and 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 I think that to to boil down what we just went through, um, taking a little bit more personal responsibility than maybe you are taking, um, and and owning the situation that you're in and reclaiming your power. I think that's what we can boil out yeah. of my personal example that we just I, way I think, went into. <laughs> I think re-recognizing your good. potential, yeah. I kind of yeah. feel like goes along with the power, like reclaiming your power kind of thing. Like, um, acknowledging or like regaining your confidence in yourself. Cause Another, I feel like your confidence starts to slip a I, lot with. Yeah. Burnout. I feel like, I feel like, um, that also even applies to like, me where just like life happened and ADHD brain has no concept of the passing of time and then suddenly is three months later but I'm not taking in saying all that I'm not taking the personal responsibility that I haven't done anything for three months I'm blaming it on life on my ADHD I'm just like well this happened um and and instead of just being like, well, I didn't do anything for three months and now I am going to change that. Instead, it's because of all this, I didn't do anything for three months and I don't know how to like get back into it. So, so it's like taking that personal responsibility, I think is 
a good point for all of us uh, to kind of focus on, which I hadn't thought of. Mm-hmm. And so another, thanks. <laughs> another thing that inadvertently <laughs> happened for me is I was forced to take a break. And I think that this is a good thing for burnout. When, when you are burnt out, mm-hmm. I do think that you need to step back from whatever it is for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, not permanently, but I liked when Fuchsia was talking earlier about streaming and hitting a wall with it and then stepping away for a couple of months. Um, I think that distance gives you perspective on things and it might not need to be three months for everybody, but certainly more than a couple hours, certainly more than a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think too, I think we'll discuss this in a little bit, but um, when we talk about preventing burnout, but when you notice burnout and especially if you have patterns of returning to burnout, especially in certain areas of your life, it's a really good time to take a look at your work life balance or just like balance in that area, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's uh, spirituality or, or work or content creation or whatever, but how much time are you taking for, for like yourself personally and how much time are you giving to others? Um, how much time are you giving to this thing versus um, self-care, right? Self-care and, is a huge important mm-hmm. thing, yes. And that's where I noticed too, um, when I suffer from burnout, all of those other things start to go. Like I stop taking care of myself because I'm, I'm trying to push through the burnout. I'm trying to get the YouTube video out on time. So I start because that's taking longer because I'm not motivated other things start to drop. I stop taking care of myself. I start going, uh, stop going outside as much. I stop walking my dog as much. I stop, um, eating healthier. I stop making my own coffee and I start going out and buying it because it's easier, it's faster, lazy. whatever. Yeah. You're going exactly, the lazy route. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then all of that builds up and I plus not I creating anymore the- and everything is flat. I don't even want to use the word lazy. Um, you don't have as much energy. It's more lower. Yeah. You're taking yeah. the lower spoon yeah. route. Like, mm-hmm. um, cause lazy has a sometimes. negative connotation and it's, <laughs> yeah. 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 And I do think so, that resting is needed when you're burnt out. You're ru- you're out of energy. Exactly. So you have yeah. to take the, e- the Instead easier, Instead of pushing through and trying to get that YouTube video out on time, pause the YouTube video and take care of yourself to regain that energy and then return yeah. back. And it's so hard I, to have that mentality in the, yeah. in the moment. Cause it's like, I need to hit that deadline. I need to get this video out. If I don't, I'm mm-hmm. out of the algorithm, blah, 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 like, or whatever. Um, if I miss this offering, then my duties are going to be mad at me, whatever it might be. Um, but sometimes you just got to pause and, and focus on yourself before you can fill others cups. Right. So, so I guess the next question is like, once you recognize that and do take the time for yourself how do you get back into it because like especially i know i know knowing us as us as people um not in the general us us three um if we don't do our stuff for a long time we start to feel guilty about it and we start to feel like well is there a point to getting back to it so and and also we don't want I, we don't want to uh, face the um like for, like I'm thinking in terms of streaming like I always have mm-hmm. to have this stream audience, where I explain uh, myself to everybody yeah, like this yeah. is why I've been gone so long everyone mm-hmm. I'm sorry like <laughs> but but is that necessary and is that helpful and I mean it might be um but like how do you get back into the streaming regularly how do you get back into doing your practice regularly after that I do think the moment of pause and self care mm-hmm. especially since the moment of pause and self care is the stopping you from the spiral but it's also stopping you from 
spiraling into that guilt of not doing things. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the turning point. So that's when, like, once you pause and you're like, hold up, everything Mm -hmm. is slipping. I need to take some time for myself. Mm -hmm. I need to regain myself. That's when it starts to turn up. That's when you're like, okay, hold up. My, my, if we'll just use streaming Mm -hmm. as an example real quick, because we have a lot of creators here, but um, before I can even think about streaming, my desk is dirty. Like, so I'm going to take care of that. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to clean my space, clean my house, do those dishes that I haven't touched in a month. Right. And get my, my space. And so that I can think more clearly. And mm-hmm. that's one less thing to worry about. One less thing to stress about. That is an excuse of why you aren't doing the things that you feel like you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Because technically you should probably do those things first. Right. At least that's like with me is like, well, I can't stream. I've got laundry dishes. I should walk the dog, like, you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. a million things that are built up and all of it together seems like too much. So it's like, let me focus on myself and my space first. Before well, and this I makes think me of think even- of the concept I can't I can't help you um until like I can't put your air mask on until my air mask is on right exactly like like, I I can't help you out of the water from drowning unless I'm not drowning too your cup has to be filled before you can start pouring it into others like if your your cup is dry you can't give anybody else water we have salt and petty in the chat saying um it's important that when you get back into it you don't pick up the habits that caused you to burn out in the first place and that's why I think that space and time off is so important from whatever it is so that you can have the perspective of the um, habits that were going into it that were wrong and maybe wrong mm-hmm. is like a harsh word, but um, that led you into the burnout Not in the first helpful. place. So when I'm like, uh, I think that tarot uh, would be a good example here um, because it was like streaming tarot every day. Uh, so, so this would also look like I work at a shop and I do tarot for other people. I do one-on-one tarot consultations, but I wake up and immediately get into these tarot readings and then do that all the way until it's time to go to bed. I don't have time to cook food for myself. So I order takeout that's starting to give me like really bad IBS. I'm sick every day, (laughs) right? Like I'm sick all the time. I, my, my body is unwell because I'm not nourishing it properly because I have to eat this lunchable really quick or the hot pocket or the whatever it is. I just need a quick little snacky meal bring me the mcdonald's, McDonald's whatever, whatever it is be, yeah. like i'm gonna take this five hour energy getting mcdonald's before the podcast today because our food wasn't ready in because, time and, and i was like i'm not gonna have time to eat unless i like eat right now so so it doesn't matter what this what what the um <laughs> the, the practice is for you it, it tends to manifest in similar ways you take shortcuts when it comes to taking care yeah. of yourself for the You're sake prioritizing of the other people f- yes, instead of yourself especially with tarot because you're also emotionally nurturing mm-hmm. and guiding these other people and you're draining, you might not be receiving uh, any of that energy in return from someone and you're starting to become short-tempered. So the ones that do love you don't want to spend time around you right now because you're insufferable um, and you can't help it because you're so burnt out. You're so drained. And even like, let's pull it back. So like to make it almost more selfish right now for the practitioner who might not be giving their services to others yet, right? The person who's just on their own but um like maybe 
if you're lucid dreaming every night and you're not getting the rest that you need, right? Like that's like oh a huge God. thing of, <laughs> I know that's like something <laughs> that you and Dukesley have both talked about of like, um, too much astral travel, too much lucid dreaming to the point where, um, either not you rested. start disconnecting from, from reality and also you're not rested. Yeah. So like in that kind of like, so taking a step back from that, even though that's like a very, very personal thing, that's just affecting you, but it's affecting, it starts to affect everything in your life. Right. And then so, when it comes to something like lucid dreaming, I'm, I, I'm not wanting to take breaks from it. Um, because when you start to take breaks from it, you get, slip. you get less good at it and it's, it takes your, your mental disciplines slip. So it's also like it, it, I guess it feels a lot like a muscle. If you stop like, oh, I'm straining my muscles at the gym so much that I have a back injury now and I have to take a break from the gym for a couple yeah. of weeks or whatever. And then, but I don't want to because now I'm going to be 20 pounds less on my, my mm -hmm. bench press or whatever it is. Like, um, and it's so the same thing. Build that back up. That's how, but, the, but the, the, concern of losing progress will prevent so people from taking a break yeah. um i listen to a lot of like homesetters and gardeners and things because that's like one of my big hobbies but um i can't remember who it was exactly but they mentioned about how they started working out from gardening because they they pulled their back while gardening and at first it was i don't have time to work out i'm already doing this this is physical i'm carrying feed bags to my animals i'm constantly pulling vegetables out of the garden like this is very physical i shouldn't have to work out i don't have time to work out and then they pulled their back and then they're they're out for two weeks and it's like but do I have time for that? No. So isn't it better to be fitting in the working out throughout the week in increments and a manageable amount than to be out for a long period of time or like the workout analogy, isn't it better to have two rest days a week than to not be able to do anything for two months because you hurt yourself? So pacing, right? And we talked about yourself. that kind of work, yeah. work life balance, but that can apply to your hobbies too, right? Like mm -hmm. how much are you pushing yourself? How much rest are you getting? Um, if you're an artist and you're drawing every day until your hand cramps, right? Like eventually you're going, you're going to develop some very severe problems, right? You need to take breaks. You need to do stretches. You need to take care of yourself so that you don't physically hurt. And I feel like burnout is kind of the mental hurt, whereas yes. like yes. our body can physically hurt, but burnout and it, they can be very associated obviously as well too but pacing so, is so so important for prevention and then i think like getting back in i think a really good way is just bit by bit add one thing do that regularly mm -hmm. add another thing something small regularly. and manageable like like i made a list of things to get me back into my daily practice i started with one yesterday I did, well, one this morning and probably going to do the other thing tonight because that's like the morning one is just pulling a tarot card from the Starman Tarot specifically and studying it, not pulling it for a reading, just studying it because this deck is crazy um with the imagery so so like pulling pulling out all the different things i see and mm -hmm. I, i'm getting like i love this deck because i don't read with it but mm -hmm. i love to study it because i get different like i get brand new insight into the imagery with this deck so that's what i'm doing in the morning and in the evening i am pulling a tarot card for myself but not in a advice kind of way but a way to reflect on the day instead of looking into the future 
or getting advice. It's to look at like, how did this card manifest in my day today? Instead of pulling a card and be like, well, I already know that. I already know that's what I need to deal with. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I've, I've like restructured my tarot practice and that's like where I'm starting because it's easy for me to get back into tarot before anything else. And I like Um, that word restructure. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm a chronic habitual burnouter, uh, burnout with streaming. And I've been, I've been in, um, streaming stuff since 2016. Um, and it's been happening. Burnout has been happening to me since like 2017. And it just comes and goes in waves and intensities, um, depending. And this year is the first year that I have, um, deeply addressed root issues that cause the burnout. And, um, the way that I'm going about it is just like Fuchsia saying, um, incorporating one thing at a time, mastering that, or maybe master isn't even quite just, um, creating it as a habit, uh, getting used to it. So flipping my, flipping my sleep schedule, I was nocturnal and streaming was exacerbating the issue. Cause I would go live seven, eight, nine o'clock at night, stream for four five, six hours, get off stream two or three in the morning. Don't want to go to bed immediately. So I'm up until sunrise because of streaming at this point. And it's not that stream was the problem. Waking up late was the problem. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to flip my sleep schedule because my audience is used to me being live at this time. So I don't, and it it was a whole Ouroboros causing, like causing Mm -hmm. itself at this point. And that's why the break was so important. Take a break, step back, gain perspective. Who cares, right? (laughs) If I, the, the audience will show up at a different time if I need to and flip my sleep schedule. But I also wanted to get away from my computer and be more physically active. So adding the gym in and could I do both of those at the same time, right off the bat to kind of try to just, um, what do you call it? Boot camp myself into a better lifestyle. It would be rough. That's a terrible (laughs) idea because I'm going to burn out on that within a couple of days. I'm going to rebel against it. So what Mm -hmm. I should do first is the one that makes up the more, the more foundational thing, which is the sleep schedule. That's the most important thing. Rebooting that I've been getting used to that. And, um, then I'm going to add uh, the gym is already something I'm doing occasionally right now, but, uh, the sleep schedule is more important. So I want to quote unquote master that I want it to become a habit. I don't want to slip back into the previous habit, which is very easy to do when you're trying to flip a sleep schedule. Um, (laughs) I've tried it for years to flip it. And this is the first time that it really feels like I've done a good job of, of, pounding it in like, like right off the bat so that it's, it's a deeper groove and it's harder to knock myself out of. And then we add the gym on, and then we can add this back on, then we can add this back on once these, once these things that, um, are addressed at, and I guess we could even say that like self-care I already addressed, um, Mm -hmm. because another thing that was leading to the burnouts was, I'm not doing my laundry. I'm not cleaning my room. I'm not taking care of my personal space and myself for sake of, or for the, for the sake of my stream. Um, no, I don't have time to do laundry today because I can either stream or do laundry. So I'm streaming because streaming is more important and I'm prioritizing the wrong things. Um, and the self-care was addressed first. The sleep schedule is coming now. The fit, physical fitness is going to come next. And then we can add on the superficial layer of my job, right? The job is not, that's how you pay bills. So sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But, uh, but yeah, um, I think that restructuring is, is mm-hmm. the word to pull out of this. 
So I have something real quick too. And I think we've briefly mentioned it, but we haven't really like dove in, but I, I do think that it, it sounds like the first thing is like recognition of the burnout is like step number one of getting out of it. And then there's a definite need for like a reflection step of what caused me to get into this burnout? What am I burnt out on? Why? Like that's your journaling moment. That's your shadow work moment. That's your dive in and see what the root of this cause is so that you can plan and restructure. Because if you don't know what the issues are that led you into the burnout, you're just going to keep uh, tumbling down that same track again, right? You have to know what caused it to be able to know how to prevent it. So we've got recognition, reflection, restructuring. (laughs) I like this. (laughs) We're making a graphic. (laughs) We got a nice little, Um, a nice little chart that we can go. I think that there's actually probably recognition, reflection, um, restructuring, and then re-emergence, re- Reintroducing. Re-entr- re-entrance. Reintroduction. Um, I feel like we almost need like um, a, what's like a slow ramp up then. Because then you get to the point where it's like, okay, you've restructured. Now you have to slowly build Reintegration. momentum. Reintegration. Yeah. Ooh. Reintegration. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're now all the bits of your life are like coming back together right now you're showering regularly now you're doing your laundry regularly you're making your bed every morning you're you're starting to pull your tarot cards and everything and now you're ready to take like that next step now it's time for the full moon rituals every month again yeah right or those those bigger things now you've rebuilt back up to it um this is actually i built (laughs) i made a um youtube video about like last year about this time i guess it's cyclical things um but uh i made a a spell video for a motivation shaker bottle so this is supposed to help when you are starting to strip uh to kind of slip into burnout or you're starting to get out of burnout but um it's a, a shaker bottle for like um it's got a lot of like fire energy correspondences and things like that but you're supposed to be able to like shake it up and get the energy flowing again when you need it as kind of like a little extra boost but i think that if we're talking about like magically speaking things like that or like little things that you can do to help like keep that momentum rolling when you're having like a slow day or anything can magically um assist in lots of ways so or pulling the chariot tarot card and having that carrying that with you throughout the day or whatever it might be you say that it's it's like about this time of year and that's also interesting while i was (laughs) researching for this topic um i came across another phrase that i really liked which i meant to bring up earlier but the wintering um, of the soul or spiritual wintering, um, hibernation, which yeah. is a, fr- a, a phrase I saw that people were using for spiritual burnout. So your soul goes into hi- yes, hibernation, uh, or your, your interest in spirituality, your energy for spirituality goes into hibernation and there's a spiritual wintering. Um, I call it seasonal depression. Seasonal depression <laughs> is another way to look at it. Absolutely. And I do think that just depression in general, um, we're not doctors, uh, TM. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, <laughs> but depression in general is definitely, um, something that is related to burnout whether it's the cause or the the cause like burnout causes it or it causes burnout or that's the uroboros all over again snake eating its own tail um we don't know what the cause is anymore but certainly some of the stuff i was talking about earlier with the existentialism and stuff is very like depressing feeling to me so i i think it's cool that we've come down to these like 
what burnt spiritual burnout, there needs to come a moment of recognition that you're burnt out, a reflection on why you're burnt out, a restructuring of the things that caused the burnout, and then reintegration of the stuff that you want to keep and removing the stuff that you don't want to keep. Um, and I love it. Yeah. It's a little bit of a pruning of the garden moment so that the Absolutely. garden can reflourish. Um, right. Um, so there's a lot of like pruning in general is such a great metaphor for this because um, even if like tomato plants is like my go-to because tomato plants grow these things called suckers and they it's essentially when like there's a branch and there's like a second branch right below it so there'll be like two branches in a row and there's one that always looks awkward you're supposed to pinch them off so that the other branch can grow strongly because if you don't pinch it off then they both end up growing more weakly than they should so pruning is like some of, one of those things that's like always um, it's going to benefit the whole right there's things that you always have to cut out so that way you can actually focus your energy on the things that truly matter. Uh, and we are kind of um, tiptoeing towards the two-hour mark. So mm -hmm. I think this would probably be a good spot to bring the conversation to a close. We'll probably have a part two of this sometime in the future. A part sure. two or, yeah. Hopefully not. Of. Hopefully more like this is how we came out of our burnout and not, oh, no, we're burned <laughs> hey, out, out again. <laughs> God, I hope not. All I do is I'm, God, I'm burnt out again. Um, so, uh, yeah, I do want to say thank you so much to everyone who hung out to you uh, while we recorded this live. Um, and I think this is... We've got one more episode for 2023, um, which is going to be uh, in two weeks from now. We'll be recording that on the 29th of December, and it's going to be about the full moon that's happening around that time. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then we're going to be stepping up to weekly episodes. So it's gets getting here. Um, <laughs> We've got plans. Yeah, I'm very excited yeah. for 2023, and I hope that it's going to be a fruitful uh, year that's not full of bullshit. <laughs> fingers crossed for all of us hopefully <laughs> but um yeah thank you all so much for um tuning in and for the support on the podcast we really really appreciate it um if you want to support us uh you can check out our website at celestialcafe.org there's all of our social media links there patreon a space where you can tip us if you so choose um all of that kind of stuff and um yeah reviews on your your podcasting platforms help us out a ton and i suppose that's all um do y'all have anything that y'all want to shout out before we before we jump out of here? Oh, uh, Farrowwood Wears, my Etsy shop is available. There are crystals there, um, different spell bundles and things like that. The white sage free smoke wands, all kinds of awesome things. I will have more crystals up here soon. Um, if you order here before like in the next week i should be able to still get it before christmas but time is ticking oh yeah so yeah if you're interested um all celestial cafe listeners can use the code celestial 10 to get 10 percent off their order so etsy.com slash shop slash barrel wood wares and um i have a blog up on my website that's about um the seven evil uh I forget what I called it now. Seven evil, excuses, seven evil right? excuses not to stream on Twitch. <laughs> um, and it kind of touches on, uh, what do you call it? Um, oh my God, brain burnout uh, a little bit, but it's, it's more focused around like procrastination and kind of the struggles of streaming. But um, I should have a blog up here in the next week or so. I want to do one that's like last minute Christmas gifts for cozy gamer girls. And um, I, a hab chronic habitual burnout and mm -hmm. but I'll, although now i could probably do a pretty decent coverage of the difference between burnout and spiritual burnout i'm i think that was my big question coming into today's episode because i couldn't really find the answer from the the initial research i was doing i was like 
So I'm I, I I'm glad that y'all let me dive into that with y'all, even if I got a little deep and um depressing. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank you again all so much for hanging out. Fuchsia, did you have anything you wanted to shout out? Um, no, I have nothing, but <laughs> I finished I finished my finals and yay! I got one grade back and I got an A in the class, so yay. Um, that's all that's all I've got. I don't have I, I hope to have videos and candles out now that I'm done with my finals. Um so we'll see. Hopefully I will have something by the next episode. I have said four <laughs> five episodes now. Um, but we'll see. That's it. <laughs> um well we are uh yeah, I guess that's going to wrap it up here for us at Celestial Cafe for this episode. Um, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your December. We'll see you at the end of the month for our final episode of 2023. Um, yeah, thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.